hasn't seen and it is still spooky season here on the it's a wonderful podcast feed uh this is morgan hasn't seen though what are we talking about during spooky season on morgan hasn't seen janine is here as always janine what what are we talking about on spooky season on morgan hasn't seen hello morgan we are talking about final destination we already did the first oh, I mean, final the destination. series final the destination series. silly <laughs> yes i am um, i am silly i will agree with that um but specifically today we are talking about final destination two and three and three we're taking it back to the uh the, t- the two movies in one episode from the fast and furious series yes. um because there's slightly too many movies for the time we want to cover them in. Yes. In uh, in the Final Destination franchise, there are five movies. Uh, four and five will be covered next week. Uh, the first movie was covered last week, so if you haven't listened to that episode, go and listen to that one. Um, but today, we are talking Final Destination 2 and 3, and considering it's one of these weird uh, double movie part. It's not double parter because that would mean it's even extra specially long. So it's not a double parter. It's the in fact the opposite of a double parter. <laughs> um, which I don't actually know what that's called. A two in one. A two in one. Let's call it a two in one. Um. So, let's just get right into it, considering we haven't. Too much time. I am Morgan, that is Janine. I haven't seen things. Janine forces me to watch things that I haven't seen. This was the Final Destination series for, for Spooky Season, or Morgan hasn't seen. Final Destination 2, Janine, yes. came out in 2003. It did. Which I think was three years after the uh, original, yes. um, which was right smack bang on the millennium. Um, which I don't actually think, considering we've done 17,000 movies on this show from the late 90s and the early 2000s, I don't actually think we've had one yet that has actually come out in 2000 itself. So, yay for Final Destination. Yes, being probably the first, I would think, in our little trend of, yes, my generation's films. (laughs) What was... The first movie released in this millennium. Ooh, that is a good question. What is what? What a good trivia question. The Schmodown hire me as a writer. Oh goodness, I don't want that question. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows that question. Janine is now looking up the answer know, to that question. I'm like scared. I don't know where that one came from. That it has nothing to do with Final Destination Two. I can tell you that, but. What what is, I, I mean I guess it's a, uh, it depends on um, w- what country you're in, but let's let's be you know generic let's about see. it and say U.S. <laughs> do we do we have an answer? That mm. that face tells me we do not have an answer. Not a specific answer. It's very not general. a specific answer. Or does it give examples of some such movies that it could be? Uh, yeah, a lot of things that are not American. <laughs> ah, 
My ge- well, my guess for being the um, movie that was released in Britain. Um, in the, I'm the, guessing the t- <laughs> it's it's a, my dog Skip is the first American movie on here I recognize. <laughs> okay. And next well, I Friday. Would say, I, I would say if it was um, next Friday, please tell me that's the sequel to Friday. It is. <laughs> Okay. And then the That's third a... movie is called The Friday After Next. I mean, okay. They're good sequels. I'd rather have ti- I'd rather have sequel titles like that than something 2 or something yeah. 3. The Next Friday yeah, was actually pretty funny. That's kind of clever. Um but I was going to say that my guess if it was Britain, the first movie released in this millennium in in Britain was probably a heavy Oscar contender for the year of 1999 because we always get the the heavy Oscar contenders that have come out in, say, November or October. We always get them in January. So uh. I, would, I would guess in Britain it was probably one of uh, those. What was up in 1999? Who cares? We're not here to talk about that. We'll be going on for three hours with this episode if we carry well, on. One of the... Talking um, about I think that. one of the first, I think, w- was something we did cover here was Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues? <laughs> yes. Varsity Blues was in 1999. Yes, Varsity that was Blues. The f- one of the first movies released in 1999. Oh, in 1999. Yeah, to answer your uh, question that you were not looking for an answer for. <laughs> no, that would be the correct answer for the year before. <laughs> Yes. But, okay, we can... Varsity Blues should not be a January release movie. Yeah, Far better movie. 15th. <laughs> Far better movie. Let's... I'm happy. I'm happy with the answer there being... Um, my Dog next Skip. Fri- being next Friday. I don't <laughs> and My Dog Skip. They were released, I, don't know, I think, on the same day. <laughs> I don't know what My Dog Skip is. What is I that it, movie? I believe it has Frankie Muniz in it. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that like says a dog it all. I think. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's the dog that maybe was the dog from the mask, like that type of dog. Right. And it take pl- it took place, I think maybe like in the fifties. I want to say. Frankie Muniz looks like he could have, you know, been and alive in the fifties. It's one of those a uh, boy and their dog stories, I believe. I think I saw yes. it once. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's completely irrelevant to Final Destination Two. But I thought it was a fun question that popped into my head. Yes. But, Janine, uh, Final Destination 2, where does this one go? What does it, where does this one okay. take off so, from? As the first one was a plane crash, was the big kind of spectacle event. This one, the big event, is a big freeway crash. Yes. So this one definitely tries to directly connect to the first one as it takes place like, probably in the same city yeah or state yeah because you hear like radio announcements for the one-year anniversary of the mount abraham plane crash you hear people talk about mount abraham the school where the kids were you know where the kids were from um you see like a bus uh with a banner from that school so you know like that team that's on the and they're like yelling pile up pile up pile up because obviously there's going to be a pile up on the freeway so this one played a lot with (laughs) the clues and the hints 
like drug out deaths very extensively for you to have time to kind of play with you and mess with you and you know subvert expectations so i mean i think it was fun in that way that it and it did that more than i think the first one did where it really tried to like drag out these deaths and then also do some clever things to maybe try to connect it to the first film i would agree with that i think it does play with play with the clues a little bit more or maybe the clues were just a little more on the nose in number two uh, as opposed to number, so maybe the first one is is kind of clever in that way, and I think it is. I think the first ones, you know, having watched one, two, and three now, the first one's easily the most legit movie of them all. Yeah, you know, um, two is a little bit more on the nose with the clues, but I kind of like that because maybe I'm simple. I was noticing them more, but maybe yes. I'm now used. But maybe I was looking for them now, when I not necessarily. You know, I wasn't necessarily looking for them in the first one because I didn't necessarily know they were even there. Yeah. And that Um, seems to be the one that people tend to remember the most because it has brought about the fear of the lumber truck. (laughs) Yes. That is the thing that these movies have done to people because of that lumber truck in this film. And I think people maybe do confuse it with the first film. Yeah. Um, and just kind of generalize it that when they think of these movies in general, they think of the lumber truck. I must, that's pretty I, I think that's a pretty powerful thing that a movie can do to get it's, people to see a lumber truck next to them on the freeway and kind of get nervous, panic, change lanes, like <laughs> Yeah. In t- look, in terms yeah. of in terms of um certainly this po- or post 2000 horror the lumber truck as a <laughs> as a as a as a um a symbol a symbol yeah a symbol of of horror movies is a pretty big one yeah for the for the like early 2000s <laughs> it really really is i mean obviously can, if can you go you say- can, Can you I say, say that's not what? something you you didn't hear about without having seen these movies? Did you kind of know about of the truck thing? Of course yeah. I did. <laughs> of course I did. And that's why I, you know, I thought, oh, that's going to be in the first movie. No, it wasn't in the first movie. It was in this movie. An interesting story. I can't remember if I brought this up in the last episode, but the day um, I was driving along the motorway, um... On on the on an evening before I, I was going home, and I was you know that night I was gonna watch the first Final Destination movie for the show, and mm-hmm. what what comes up on the motorway, a truck with a load of logs <laughs> on it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, the... this is some sort of symbol right here. This is a sign. Uh, See, obviously, and... I hadn't seen the scene. Second one yet. Oh yeah that plays out and I hadn't obviously I hadn't seen the second movie I hadn't seen the scene as it plays out so I'm not like you know I was almost picturing it like the opening of the descent where the one male character in the whole movie uh, in the descent apart from the monsters themselves but still five minutes in two minutes in dude gets a metal scaffolding pole impaled right through his windscreen and threw him in the car now i was thinking the same sort of thing happened but with a piece of wood in this movie it doesn't really do that 
in the sense no. that instead, uh, the big chunks of wood, uh, tree trunks, decide to bounce like a trampoline all yes. over the motorway or the freeway or the highway or whatever stupid expressway or whatever stupid one bounces. Uh, yeah. <laughs> name we have for it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The chain breaks, the logs fall and they bounce around and one bounces up and hits goes through the windscreen and hits the guy and takes his whole head off. I mean it does Which... do that. It does do essentially what I thought it would do, but I pictured it like the descent, it coming straight off the truck. Straight uh, through the guy's windscreen. Not bouncing like that. Not bouncing like <laughs> it was an Olympic trampoline. Well, yes. I actually, you know, I watch special features on this movie because that's what I do. And yeah, they were talking about the digital effects and all those logs were digital logs because they did do a test with real logs and the logs just kind of pitifully like rolled all slow off into the street. <laughs> like they didn't bounce all crazy like that. They just went, they just went and like just slowly rolled into the street. Like, like Giving not impressive. Giving everybody plenty of time, <laughs> of time to exactly. weave themselves around them, exactly. causing absolutely so it was not, no chaos. It was not intense. It was not like exciting. It wasn't scary. It was just like just for so they had to do digital logs because those real logs didn't really do anything okay. deadly. So, no. but funnily enough, the day after we recorded that episode, I found myself on the road next to a lumber truck on my way to work that morning so what is what is the world (laughs) trying to tell us yes the signs are everywhere (laughs) i think the world just loves that we're watching final destination um right now or maybe just because of the fact that it's october and the whole world just becomes a little bit more horror focused during this month the whole Um, world becomes a lumber truck during spooky season the the world itself just turns into one big um, log truck one big log truck um, or one big uh, demon just planting all these weird signs around everywhere all over the place yes as there were in her Premonition. She had a very extended premonition as opposed to Alex's premonition in the first she film. She did. Like, it was much she's stronger. driving. She hears Highway to Hell on the radio. She hears a memorial service for the um, for the students who died in the plane crash. She sees these bus of kids, and all the kids are rowdy on the bus saying, pile up, pile up, pile up. Which I truly says, can't understand. <laughs> Why? Is this presumably sports team saying pile up on a bus as a chant? Because they're all, I guess they're all just like jumping on each other on the bus. I don't know. But there's no room on a bus to do that. And if you were to pile up as a sports team, it would usually be in some sort of celebration during the game, not on the team bus. uh, Well, they're just that good and that excited that they're celebrating early. With and a there's a banner on the bus. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're practicing. I um, think they... <laughs> they were probably doing that. There was also, I think, a banner on the side of the bus that said "Demolish the Mustangs," which there is an, um... a character in this movie who drives a Mustang that does get demolished in her vision. Um... This is a very on-the-nose clues. 
Yes. But so lots of you know, things. En- enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, that that her you know her premonition was longer. Um, again, for some reason, even though I knew what had happened in the first one and I knew that it would be the same kind of deal, still tricked me into thinking, oh, wait a minute, this is actually happening, and then it goes, oh, no, it didn't. Um, And then I'm like, oh, God damn it, we have to go through all that again. Yeah, so then she kind of goes through the radio and sees the stations are the same, she sees the same cars go by, she sees the crazy evil log truck, (laughs) <laughs> she even shouts it out and says, oh my gosh, it's the truck that's going to kill everybody. <laughs> so, um, and what does it do, Janine? <laughs> it kills everybody. It kills. So as she stops and pulls over and is trying to ra- uh, rationalize and kind of talk to this cop who's like, what's wrong with you? What's going on? Why have you stopped? Why have you blocked this lane? You know, the cop is like, tell me what's going on. She tries to explain to him that I have saw it. This log truck's going to kill everybody. And as they're kind of arguing and all the people who she stopped from getting on the freeway are waiting and getting more frustrated, you see the accident kind of happen. Just like the plane yeah. crash. They're fighting. Why did we get kicked off the plane? Blah, 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 blah. And then the plane explodes. So, yeah. yeah. But then it's like the people, once they're at the police station, kind of trying to figure everything out. Of course, still nobody believes her. <laughs> and they no, think she's crazy and they're not even kind of thankful that she potentially saved their lives she they're just like whatever this girl's crazy oh my god i got stuff to do it is <laughs> it is near enough the exact same as the first movie in terms of actual plot the yeah fun addition to number two is the return of clear from the first movie who, yeah, Clear uh, Waters. <laughs> like, is that okay. her actual name? Yes, her name is oh, Clear dear. Waters. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. What's it? Or Clear oh, Rivers I, I, or something. It's either Rivers or Waters. But something really cheesy like that. Look. It's either Rivers like, or Waters. Let's look. This see. is like How Muddy ridiculous. Waters. <laughs> but, you know, Muddy Waters was a stage name. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is her Clear... actual name. That's bad. I think it's clear it rivers. Clear waters. It is. Yeah, clear it's clear rivers. It's clear rivers. That's <laughs> Which still is bad. Terrible. I don't like that at all. But she does come back because she actually survived the first movie. Yes. And locked herself in a padded cell to keep herself safe. Which, you know, fair enough. Well done, clear. Because apparently Um, she was walking with Alex and a rogue brick fell and impaled him or hit him in the head or some... (laughs) Yes. Some... It just says like an accident involving a falling brick. I think that's all it says. And somehow he died. And so then she was like, okay, it is circling back. It's tying up loose ends. I I don't want to die. So she locks herself in a padded room and in some kind of institution. And, you know, just so she can just stay alive. She comes back. She comes back to sort of help this new group. Yeah. Out so the in girl terms who of, had uh, the, saving yeah. saving themselves from the uh, the presence of death. The the circling back around. So c- circling back around. Um, yeah. Yes. Do you know what the do you know what the phrase "rogue brick" reminded me of? Then. <laughs> what? Now this may be because I've recently rewatched Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, but of course the rogue bludger. In, oh in yes. Said movie. And <laughs> yes. I, I just, when you said rogue brick, all I was thinking was uh, of of Hagrid 
shouting about a rogue Roger. Roger. <laughs> That's been tampered with, that has. With it. <laughs> And it has, of course, been I kind of thought that too tampered. when I said it. <laughs> it has. <laughs> Harry's got himself a rogue brick. Rogue blood. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If Hagrid were in this movie, it would have been interesting. <laughs> Alex has got himself a rogue brick. That's been tampered with, that has. Who's tampered it has. with it, Hagrid? Death. 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 <laughs> Death Tony has. Todd. Tony Todd has Which I just looked. He he has a name in this movie series as well. No, his name is Death, and he knows no. full well it is. His name is Mr. Bloodworth. Oh dear. <laughs> might as well be called You might as well what's his what's his first name? Mr. Lucifer Bloodworth. It just says Mr. Mr. Bloodworth. And blood is spelled B-L-U-D. Bloodworth. Might as well be co- might as well be called Mister Reaper. Yeah, Mister Reaper Man. <laughs> because he's literally death. It's never said, but no. come on, it's number yeah. one. It's Tony Todd. Yes. So obviously, yes. Number two, he knows everything about what's going on. Yeah. Number three, he's creepy, and yes. uh, number four. <laughs> What else? I don't know. It's Tony Todd again. Because yes. obviously he's he's some sort of incredibly captivating villain. Presence. Presence. Yes. An intimidating... Voice. I love Tony Todd. He's great. I want to watch Candyman. Pop up again. Let's watch Candyman. He does pop up again in this film. So Clear kind of takes them to this the guy, the same guy. Because I think it does take place in the same town or state yes. or whatever so they talk to him and kind of ask ask him about you know what to do and they kind of say that death you know kind of circles back around there are no escapes um but then they do remember that there was a pregnant woman at the accident site yeah. and she presumably would have died in that accident and her baby would not have been born yeah. so if her baby is born yeah. A baby that was not meant to live that could restart everything and save them. So then they kind of go on this mission to find this pregnant woman. So um That's the big but, sort of mission in the whole movie is yes. trying to make sure this baby gets born. Yeah, so that is kind of an interesting thing that they threw in there that kind of differentiates it from the first film. Yeah. Um but yeah, um, but death does start to circle back around on them. So we do get the first death, which is this guy. I think his name is Evan. He had just won the lottery. Um, oh, yeah, and you see him go to death. his apartment. There's some little clues here and there. Um, you see like an ambulance toy in the hallway, which an yeah. ambulance plays into the plot later on. You see a doll laying on the floor with one eye missing, yeah. things like that. He goes into his apartment. He has all his shopping bags because he's just won the lottery. So, hey, he's got, you know, gold watch and new computer and all kinds of nonsense. And this death is very elaborate in the fact that it kind of takes all kinds of twists and turns before you realize what is going to happen and how is this guy going to die? Like, you pretty much know, okay, this this guy's expendable. He seems like an (laughs) asshole. So he's probably going to die. So he has a frying pan on his stove with some old ass spaghetti in it. He tosses it out the window. He starts cooking his fish sticks or whatever in the pan. He puts on his as his 
pan is heating up. He's putting on his nice new gold watch. He's got himself a nice ring. The ring falls down the drain. He puts the arm down the drain that has the watch on it, and he gets his arm stuck. Which, why would you do that in the first place? I don't get why you do that in the first place. That's weird. Long story, <laughs> yeah. long, look, look, long story short, the apartment starts burning up. Yeah. Uh, because of the what's because of the pan and the and the microwave and, and all. Oh all yeah, sorts because of. there was a magnet on the fridge and yeah. it said like there were magnets that said "Hey E," and then one the H falls off into like his takeout box. So now it says "I." So there's another clue. Mm, clues, <laughs> so then of course clues. the magnet is in his box yeah. when he puts it in the microwave so then that blows up the microwave the stove's going off the apartment's on fire his arm is stuck so you're like oh my gosh is his hand gonna get blended up in the garbage disposal yep. is he gonna get burned up in the fire oh my gosh what's nope. gonna happen nope. nope he eventually nope. gets out he goes down the fire escape he's like oh my gosh i'm so lucky then he proceeds to slip on the spaghetti that he threw out of the window in the first place falls down and gets impaled by the ladder Yes. In the eye. In the eye. <laughs> in the eye. It's a great death. Look, I wish we had time to go into every death in so much detail. That death in particular deserves <laughs> a full lot explanation. Of yes, because it, it was, was a very twist great. and turny. Yes. It was wonderful. I really do think, though, because, of course, these, we are talking about two movies in this episode. We want to keep it to a reasonable length. Um, so we'll keep it tight as we possibly can. There's yeah. one very important element about Final <laughs> Destination 2, which we have not brought up yet. And it is, I don't know what to make of it. Is it weird? Is it hilarious? Or is it just, just an like, oversight, a giant oversight happening? <laughs> a giant oversight by the people making this movie. So there's um a, a mother and son, Nora and her son. I can't remember his Tim. I think Nora and Tim. Tim. Yes. Tim. Yes. So they he were died. people. Well, yes. number one, he <laughs> dies. He's one of them that dies, um, because you know he, he, his death's kind of like oh, okay, it's a he, yeah, standard. but he's it's not as good as the first guys. But he's chasing after pigeons like a little child. Like he sees some pigeons and he like runs after them to make them scatter like he thinks it's funny. Like that's what little kids do. So the whole weird thing about their relationship is I feel like in the script, this Tim kid was maybe supposed to be like 10, 11 or 12 years old. And then they thought about it and were like, no, we can't show a little child dying. So this Tim kid is played by someone who looks like he could be 16, maybe 16 to maybe 19 years old yeah literally yet, this kid could be 18 years old yes but yet his mom yet is like tucking him in at night his room looks like a 12 year old's room and he's chasing after these pigeons like a little child she's taking him to the dentist like she's treating him like a little baby so it just seems very odd and i feel like i think the kid was supposed to be younger in the script and they just thought oh no you know this is very gruesome things we're doing in this movie we can't show a child dying in this way so we have to make the kid older but they just left all these young attributes to the mother-son relationship and then it just looks weird that she's coming in and giving him his pills and his vitamins and tucking him in at night and with his old 12 year old's room it's just very strange so <laughs> that's something you didn't really pick up on watch it again and just see how kind of weird yeah. tim and nora's relationship is yeah. it's very odd <laughs> Like, legit. I mean, the 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 only thing that 
that whole thing didn't have in it was like Tim wearing uh, pajamas with like with cartoon characters or something. Yes, I was waiting <laughs> matching, for that. It was just <laughs> ma- matching shirt and pants pajamas with little little cars choo-choo on them. Choo choo trains. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Nora say, herself definitely say choo choo on them <laughs> as well. Yes, but Nora herself actually gets a very interesting death as well. Um, yeah, she does. In reading yeah, some does. signs, they're all kind of in the cop guy's apartment, and in reading some signs, they see a man with hooks, and yeah. she does get her very hair caught on a creepy man with a basket full of prosthetic arms with hooks and things, and gets her head caught in the elevator. The question has to be asked, why the hell is somebody carrying a box of prosthetic arms around? Yeah, it's just weird. Where's he taking them? Where's he taking them in in, in a random apartment building? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, that was a good death. I I enjoy enjoy the head being crushed by an elevator death. I like that. So, I mean, I think, I don't know, do you think it gets a little bit convoluted at the end when they're trying to, they're kind of all in there in the car driving somewhere and they all kind of realize that their deaths are connected to people from the first film. Like one guy, yeah. he's a substitute teacher and the school he was going to go to, that teacher that he was going to replace got stabbed, but he ended up not going because he had to go substitute for Valerie Luton, the teacher who died in first movie yeah and then another woman she was gonna go yeah she was like gonna go to a bed and breakfast um but then everyone ended up suffocating in the night in the bed and breakfast but she ended up not going because the bus she was on to go to the bed and breakfast was the bus that hit that other girl in the first movie so i mean did you like that whole connection to the first one or did you think it was just too much going on honestly i really did like it (laughs) I, I kind of really did. I thought, yeah. okay, I like this. This is nicely connected. It didn't feel like, oh, this is ridiculous. Why are they trying to connect it? No, I, re- I actually really liked yeah, the fact that Yeah, I thought it was they, kind of smart. Yeah. That they tried to connect it. And it wasn't like a direct connection, like, oh, this that was my cousin. You know, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was kind of well, like, had they I, not gone to do something that dealt with these other people from the first movie had these people not died in the crazy ways they did they would have died some other way so they were already meant to die i especially love the fact that uh the bus that she got on was the bus that hit (laughs) hit terry terry yes terry in the first one because i love that death anyway that's a great yeah you can just drop fucking dead boom so good. Yes. It is a fantastic <laughs> Um yeah. So I, yeah, I actually really liked that. Um, thinking about it more, I kind of like it more. I see what they were really going for. Um, it would have been interesting if the third movie would have tried to keep it in the same going. area yeah. with the, you know, with the same connections. It didn't. And I think it works that it didn't. It works well in what it, in yeah. what the third one's doing because it's kind of um, a different place it's not in the same place and they do kind of reference it because once they kind of see what happens they kind of go look into like other instances of what happened to them happening to other people so yeah. they're kind of removed from but whereas this one kind of maybe takes place it seems like in the same place i yeah. get why it was kind of directly connected and it was kind of, you know, maybe three years later. So, of course, you yeah. kind of want to do something to bring it back to the original film. Since it's and especially some with, time has passed. Know, with Clea coming back, Ali Lata coming back. Yeah. You know, 
yeah, that's a connection anyway, so it's clearly connected anyway, so why the hell not really yes. go into that? And I, I I, actually think it really works. I really like Final Destination 2. Um, like I said, I don't think it was as legit of a movie as the first one. No. Uh, I think the first one's got better acting in it. It's, it's a little more creative. It's more subtle. It's a little more sort of intense. Although yeah. I feel Final Destination 2 is... Like I, I, I spoke about this in the episode on the first one. Uh, the first one felt like a thriller. Final Destination 2 felt a little bit more of a horror vibe to it. And maybe because it was a case of it being a little more violent. Just a little yeah. more. Yeah. Or whether it was, um, you know, people seeming a little more scared. Which there was a little bit of a lack of in the first one. Um, I think we get more into that in the third movie, to be honest. I think the third movie is the best horror gruesome. movie of them all. Yeah. Yes. So far, um, at least. Um, yeah. But I, ge- so, I guess I mean... we'll. Yeah, I guess we'll get into that. But yeah, yeah. Janine, Just to end Final this Destination one, I... Two. I do enjoy it. I mean, I, I, I'm impressed with the power of the lumber truck. How that has kind of been ingrained into something that scares people in real life now to this day, and it's just generally from this movie. Um, and I feel like the ending gets kind of a little bit muddled. Like they kind of have to kind of circle back and just quickly kill all the other people. <laughs> like clear yeah. kind of gets suddenly killed. Um, yeah. The black guy, he gets suddenly killed. Um, they did throw that interesting thing in there about like when it's not your time to die, you like can't really do anything about it. You have to wait for your time to come around. Like the black guy, he has a gun yeah. and he tries to shoot himself six times and all the bullets don't fire because it's not his turn to die yet. So I yeah. thought that was something interesting that they kind of introduced in there. Um, but yeah, it just felt kind of rushed at the end. Like they realized that that lady didn't die. She gets a quick premonition all of a sudden that the lady didn't die. The pregnant woman didn't die in the accident. Yeah. So that's not going to save them. So um, she, you know, the other last couple people end up having to die in some way very quickly just so that it can be the main girl and the cop left to survive. And, you know, she has to, she has to die. She drowns herself so that she can be brought back to life and then that's the life that's, you know, the new life, death. Yes. You know, bringing new life, whatever. Which I actually also did like the fact, it was kind of, it was, you know, that realisation of sacrifice. You come back to Harry Potter, that's exactly what Harry Potter does. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. I it's exactly like this, what Harry it's Potter It's exactly does. the same thing, yeah. Final Kills Destination himself into, to survive. You, to... Could, <laughs> you should do a video about that, how Harry well, Potter and Final Destination 2 are the same thing. Especially with the rogue brick. Um, yes, the rogue brick. Yes. Um, we should but... mention, before moving on, uh, <laughs> the final death in this movie yes. is that weird <laughs> family who turn up who, for some reason, they invite them to some sort of Fast and Furious-like dinner party at the end. Yeah, like, I think um, when they're driving, they get, like, in an accident near this farm. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys who survived, uh, he um, pushes a kid out of the way. Mm-hmm. But he ends up eventually dying himself. So, yeah. of course, everyone dies except the main girl and the cop. Uh, so the family whose farm that this whole accident happened on invites the the cop and the girl to 
dinner on their farm or whatever. And yeah. so the kid who got pushed out of the way is telling the story, says, tell him a story about how that your friend saved me. So they're like, oh, yeah, your friend Rory pulled him out of the way at the last second. He was about to get hit by a news van. He could have died. Da, 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 da. And the kids at the barbecue, like grilling. And then all of a sudden the grill explodes and the kid's Yay. arm lands right in front of his mother. And yep. she just screams and like the silly music starts playing and credits. So it kind of has like a silly kind of fun ending yeah. i want to say like yeah it's, the kid dies I but like it. just just how his arm kind of comically blows off and lands on his mother's plate in front of her and she just does this yeah. kind of like hysterical crazy scream and then you hear yeah. this like kind of rock music start playing that's what i'm saying no yeah what was it was it that was it it was a weird cover it was definitely no no, no. A, three was that three the third has one third three has the oh, weird cover we can get oh, to in a we minute gotta but. get onto that oh god it was awful <laughs> um but no i loved that i've you know that's that was for me that was final destination to embracing it itself as more of a horror movie and yes. i think that plays on in three should we play our voice message now yeah let's do that so we got let's a voice message voice from message our friend carla carla um, who is seemingly know. some <laughs> seemingly a regular caller into yes. uh into this show um but yeah which is, um, which is good. i think when we talked about the first movie i mentioned how these movies kind of make people feel scared and make them see signs and make them a little pe- bit paranoid so yeah. is that how these movies make carla see let's let's hear what she had to say let's go so it's carla again um so final destination i hate these movies i, I don't like scary movies at all but these um, even though they're not scary for some people, like I get very paranoid and I have like, and I think like the worst things that can happen to me, like during situations. So yeah, this, this is like the cherry on top. Um, I can't watch these again. Um, I remember a lot of them because I always think about it. Like when I'm driving in the freeway, um, and I, I, I see a lumber truck. Yeah. That's like the first thing that comes to my mind. And then when I'm in the museum park, nobody better, better mention that movie because I get very paranoid. I'm like, something's going to happen to me. I'm going to die right here. And yeah. So, I mean, it's good that Morgan's watching them so he can like guess paranoid me, but oh, and Janine, I guess she already watched them. So, but anyways, um, okay. Love you guys. Boy. <laughs> Carla, Carla, I must say it doesn't sound like you love us very much if you want me to get paranoid like you do. Yeah, I think she just wants you you to relate to her pain. (laughs) I look, I will, I will acknowledge and give sympathy to her pain and paranoia. However, you will never find me paranoid at an amusement park. Yes, so let's get into that. (laughs) So Um, the third movie which yes. was um, came out in 2006 and it goes back to the original director who directed the first movie. It does. Um, James Wong. Not James Wan. James Wong. James, <laughs> yeah. James, what was James Wan doing at this point? Nobody knows, but he wasn't <laughs> making Final know. Destination movies because that was James no, was Wong. <laughs> so yes, it goes back to the original director and it takes place in a, like an amusement park and the whole big spectacle is on a roller coaster so morgan tell people tell people what you know what you feel about roller coasters in general i'm sorry for interrupting i'm very i'm sorry i'm very sorry for interrupting that i was just going to say where (laughs) is the world's 
definitive hell themed roller coaster. We need it. <laughs> we need a, a, a satanic hell themed roller coaster with dark ride sections with fire in them and a big animatronic Satan and just a big old facade with hellish brimstone and all sorts bright red track and just loads of fire effects all over the place. We don't have one apart from in this movie. Or at least we don't have one that I know about. I think I would probably know about stuff like that. But no, I'm a big theme park guy. I'm a big roller coaster guy. I like amusement parks. This, uh, which is why I said I said to Carla, it's not possible for me to get, you know, you can be as paranoid as you, as you want in an amusement park, Carla. Spend spend a, a day in an amusement park with me. I'm sure you'll grow to love them. Um, yeah, I I my my I, yeah I, I get giddy when when I <laughs> when I see some when I see like theme parks and 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 stuff and stuff like that of all shapes and sizes. Um, it's just very, very fun for me. Um, so safe to say that you know a lot about actual how roller coasters work and... I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no designer, I'm no... More, I mean, more than the average person who would ride a roller coaster. How they work, maybe not, but certainly, um, the different elements of one. Yes, you are a bit of an enthusiast, you would say. Little bit. Roller coasters. More okay. of a theme park enthusiast than a roller coaster enthusiast, but okay. yes. Because you seem to have some uh, issues with uh, the technical difficulties that happened in this epic roller coaster yes. accident. M- namely, the restraints on the roller coaster. <laughs> okay. For example, okay. when you get on a roller coaster and it is some sort of thrill roller coaster, usually it will either, um, well, sometimes it has a lap bar. Uh, and a lot of the time, if it's a really, if it's an inverted roller coaster or something like that, like this weird Satan roller coaster was, it would have vest restraints or over the shoulder restraints, right? Yeah, makes mm-hmm. sense. Everybody's seen them. Um, they lock in place, by the way. So even if, you know, this is where the big problem is. Even if the roller coaster um, has some sort of issue with it, number one, it wouldn't come off the tracks. It just wouldn't come off the tracks. The, the the train wouldn't come off the tracks. It just wouldn't because yeah, of the, the way the wheels broken. are designed. Yeah, but the way the wheels, it would just, no. But certainly the restraints would not unlock and allow everybody to go flying around. At the absolute worst, you would still be sat in the train. <laughs> At the, um, you wouldn't be flying around all over the roller coaster. It's not possible. These restraints seem to be attached to some kind of hydraulic fluid system. So, like Which when is that nonsense. busted, it like that's what unlocked all of the the no look vest the, covers. L- literally, <laughs> you have been on roller coasters where you have had over the shoulder restraints that you have known that lock. You cannot move them. So please explain to me how you know that's that's built into the that's built into the train that's not on some sort of switch somewhere that's built into the to the style of 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 thing it is. Yeah. I don't know maybe it was different in 2006 maybe it was and Speaking of 2006 as well <laughs> I don't know speaking of 2006 as well this movie makes a big deal about the fact that it's set in 2006 
It's one of those annoying movies that beats you over the head with the fact that it's set in (laughs) such a time. It's why I imagine some comedies from the last few years, you know, because they've been kind of like topical or whether it's, you know, playing off some sort of weird meme or something like that of the time. Um, Like the daft joke in Black Panther. Didn't care for that. The thing with the flip-flops. Yeah. Like the one stupid thing in that whole movie. (laughs) Um... Ten years time, ten years time, people will still be watching Black Panther going, yes, what a great movie, I love Black Panther, but then going, what the hell is that thing? I would like to say, I think that is just uh, an aspect to show Shuri's age. Just to express how much younger she is than her older brother. Okay. That, yes, yes, that's probably true. Because somebody her age would be saying those things and watching those videos. In Wakanda, though? (laughs) Yes, she's she's a genius. She's a genius. Wakanda seems pretty closed off at the start of Black Panther, though. Yeah, but doesn't mean they don't have access to anything and everything. They don't have Starbucks in Wakanda. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that Okoye wants Starbucks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't say I don't know things. Um... But yes. I don't know why I was talking about that. <laughs> what was I talking about that for? Stupid jokes, um, yes. About the fact because, that it's in yes, 2006. and the fact that it's definitely 2006. Um, but okay, so the believability of the accident itself was not that strong for you, but did you still have fun with it? Having said all that, I absolutely <laughs> loved it all. <laughs> Good. I'm not a nitpicky person. I just wanted to, you know... I'm not a nitpicky person because if I was a nitpicky person, I would be coming away saying that that was awful. I didn't like that at all. No, the whole roller coaster accident was just oh, this is perfect. People I falling out it. upside down, people flying off, people getting ripped it in was half. Great, it was <laughs> excellent. I mean, I don't get how that guy's managed to hide his big camcorder. Yeah, and that's what caused the whole accident. That's what caused the whole thing. But like. <laughs> It wouldn't do that, especially if you were locked into a over-the-shoulder restraint. You've seen how over-the-shoulder restraint... I'm sorry I am keep going on about this as well. They lock in place next to your chest. Where's he holding that camcorder? Next to his chest. He wouldn't be able to move. He wouldn't be able yeah. to get his arms there. Failures in design of Ronkos. Like I said, I'm not an expert. I'm just going off what I know about that sort of stuff it's just not i'm sorry i'll stop going on about it because i'm wasting (laughs) far too much time going on about it but (laughs) i did love the whole scene which is the main point and i love the fact that it was in an amusement park because i love those things and look i've never been well that's not true actually i did vomit on a theme on an amusement park ride (laughs) once during the ride thank you thank you during during the ride it was nasty I'm sure. So, it was. It was. It was very. It was not. I'm sorry for sharing that. Um, <laughs> spinning around. No, it's spinning around. No, no. I can't do too much sort of spinny, spinny flat spinny. rides. Spinny flat rides. No, I don't do them. I like looking at them. I like watching them. Fine. Don't go on them. Will vomit. No. Um, <laughs> will vomit guaranteed. Do anything. <laughs> 
do it, do it. Anything I want on a roller coaster, fine. I can, you know, spin on a roller coaster. That's no problem for some reason because I'm moving in a, I don't know, something about the continuous motion of a flat ride that can just be a little bit nasty if it's too spinny. Sorry, I'm wasting time talking about <laughs> me vomiting at amusement yes. parks. Um, which is something nobody wants to hear, but for some reason I decided to tell yes, everybody. thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Morgan. Uh, I apologize. But <laughs> I was going to ask you, um, in comparison to the other two movies, where those accidents and set pieces felt more real, like those were things that you didn't really know anything about. So like you could be on a plane and that could very well happen in your, yes. in your own paranoid mind, being on a freeway and having a big pile of accident that could happen in your, you know, yeah. Paranoid mind, but a roller coaster where you kind of know that those things and the way that accident went about is not very plausible. Did that change how you saw the other two accidents? Did it make those feel more scary? Were you able to just kind of have fun with this one, even since you kind of knew it wasn't as realistic maybe as the other two? That was it. It was it was pure fun. That's what three. That's what Final Destination three was for me. It was kind of pure fun. Um, and even though you know a roller coaster accident that looked like that wouldn't happen, certainly roller coaster accidents have happened and do happen. Whether it's two trains crashing into each other, you know, because there's been some sort of malfunction or whatever, um, roller coaster accidents do happen. Not of that scale, but they do happen. Um, but yes, the, the the first two big accidents certainly felt more realistic. Um, and I guess, therefore, scarier. But certainly no one here is fun. Okay. Certainly yeah, no one here is fun. I can see and that. that. You know, what have, I, what have I talked about? I watch horror movies for the fun of it. For fun, yeah. Um, so I, that's why I really, I really, really like Final Destination 3. I've got to say this before we get on to a little bit more of it. Um, I would go back and watch Final Destination 3 above the other two. So that's your favourite so far? It's my favourite. I don't think it's the best movie. I still think the first one's the best movie. But this is your favourite to rewatch. My favourite and most rewatchable, uh, definitely Final Destination 3, because it is the most fun and also... The the roller coaster helps. The amusement <laughs> yes. park helps. The lights Aspect, yeah. and the everything. I think that's a very creative set piece. I think um, because people that's is something that people are afraid of is roller coasters. So I like the concept is. of that. Um, and I also liked how um, her I guess visions and premonitions played out in this one. Like the first one, Alex kind of just saw random things and put them together as signs. In the second one, after the initial premonition, the girl, she had more. She was able to kind of have more premonitions, like mini premonitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then other characters were able to kind of see signs like Alex did. Like, I don't I think Alex only had really had the one initial premonition. And then after that, he kind of just put things together and he kind of maybe saw things like how he saw like the reflection of the bus yeah. um, in the mirror or in the window. Um, but this one, she doesn't really have a lot of other premonitions, but she took pictures that night. So in looking at the pictures, though, that's how you kind of figure out how the people are going to die. So then they can kind of look at their picture and see how they're going to die. And I really liked that aspect of it. Probably my favorite aspect of the whole movie. I thought it was really smart and kind of 
Because I felt like in the second one, her just being able to have these random premonitions just seemed weird. And it kind of muddled the whole rules of this, of, you know, how it works. Um, Whereas this one, like it made sense. Like she had the initial premonition and then she's kind of going through the pictures and realizing that the pictures are kind of telling the story of these people's deaths. Um, And so it's fun to kind of, yeah. The pictures really do do that perfectly. Yeah. Um, and, and then even them kind of, three. yeah. And then even them kind of being scared to look at their picture because it's like, oh, I don't want to know how I'm going to die. Yeah. So, and you then they kind of take their of, time. Hmm. You know, it reminded me of the pictures. What? Harry Potter. My, no, no, well, funnily enough, no. um, it reminded me of one of my uh, very favorite horror movies of, of all time. Um, the Omen. Oh. Where the pictures uh, that uh, David Warner takes uh, have, uh, you know, there's the one of, oh, yes. one of mm-hmm. Patrick Troughton with the slash through him. Yes. And he gets, uh, that, and well, there's one happens. of him, there's one of himself with the, because he gets decapitated with a, with a slash yes. across his, across his neck. It reminded me of that. So as soon as you bring pictures telling people's telling deaths. deaths. Yeah into it i'm 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 already Brilliant. i was in from the roller coaster i was in from that mary elizabeth winstead oh the my lead gosh in this she was movie. great she's the best she's such a great actress like i want her to be like a scream queen because she yes. just did so she good is, in this role she's excellent she sold it and like the other two like you know these people are dying all around you and Yet, like, you kind of don't, you know, Alex, he seemed to just pop an Alka-Seltzer after somebody died. His best <laughs> friend got, like, died. And, like, he didn't, he seemed to kind of get past it really quick and just move on to, we have to stop this. What do we have to yeah. do next? We have to stop this. What do we do next? Just moving on to thing to thing, trying to stop everything. But he didn't really seem emotional about any yeah. of it or feel anything. Same with the girl in the second one. Like, she didn't feel very emotional her whole thing was like we got to stop this we got to stop this we got to stop this but with mary elizabeth winstead's character you saw her feel every death get emotional about every death like she got very upset when the guy the pervy guy who's like four years out of high school coming back to like hit on the (laughs) high school girls that guy when he dies like he gets a freaking like motor fan blend half of his Mm. head off like you see her, she's distraught, she's crying and she's kind of like saying to herself, can you feel that? Can you just feel how gruesome and yeah. violent that was? Can you feel how violent that death was? Like she's expressing the whole physical aspect of like the entity coming back and doing these deaths. Like she's expressing how she can just feel that, feel how terrible it is. So I liked that you saw her kind of feel every death and get emotional about every death. And you didn't really get that from the other two leads. No, she's easily the best and definitely my favorite performance in these movies so far. And I'd have to assume in four and five, there isn't a better performance than Winstead. She's Um, the best. Of the the three, of the five, she's the best lead premonition person. Yeah. Um, she really is good. I really like that she's way more emotional. I think that's what was something that was missing from the first two as well. Um, and like I said, it feels more of a horror movie, this movie, because she's so scared 
and so emotional about it yeah. um, that you feel that you really, really feel that and the deaths themselves are a little bit more violent, like you've just said. Somebody gets a motor fan in the back of the head. Yeah. Just blending the head. The two girls in the tanning bed. Now, I, oh I, don't, I don't care for tanning beds anyway. I think tanning yeah. beds are just, I'm, you know, they're not good for anybody's health. So please <laughs> don't use a tanning bed. Um, but, but just that brilliant shot safe. of the two girls burning in the beds and then it pans to like the same shot, but it's like their coffins. Yes. Like the tanning beds become the coffins. I thought unless that was kind it's of a unless it, smart unless it's shot. actually safe. Unless it's actually safe, <laughs> yeah. don't use a tanning bed. Um, but yeah, the sizzling, sizzling the bodies in the tanning bed. Oh yeah, seeing them start death. to get hot and then burning and then the fire and their skin kind of ripping open. It's and an excellent death. Their hands kind of pull, like trying to claw themselves yeah. out, and yeah, it's just very it's gruesome. such a good death. And like like every one of these is said in these pictures. Like I think their I think their picture, those two girls' picture, is just them bright red light on them. Yes, and they're um, like holding like a palm tree like blow yeah. up balloon thing, and they're like at a palm tree is like the yeah. the um, the logo of so, the tanning yeah. place. Yeah, it's great. It's it's. It's really great. That's why it feels more like a horror movie. Whether it's a bit more... You know, I don't think it's any simpler. I don't think that's it. I just think it's got more intensity to it. I think it's got more emotion to it. It's definitely yeah. got more violence to it. Oh, yeah. Like the guy with the weights. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, again... Weight machines don't work like that, but who no, cares no, no. when the death's that cool? <laughs> and don't. exactly, like, I watched the special features again, and that was a specially made weight machine that doesn't really exist, <laughs> so yeah, that it would have the two weights come down perfectly and smash his head like that. Oh my gosh. So that was kind of like the bus girl, like a pause, you think, you know, it's fine, pause, boom! What's that <laughs> What's that one movie where that that happens, but with logs? Logs that are suspended from trees that somebody gets the head caved in from two logs that whack them in the side of the head. I am I thinking of an actual movie or am I thinking I of know. just something? I don't know. That I don't know. Sound familiar to me. Guys, call in, <laughs> leave a voice message. What is that? If movie you know that what I'm Morgan is talking that is about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I just really, really loved Final Destination Three. Which is yes. weird. I didn't think, you know, I didn't think I would enjoy one of these movies as much as I enjoyed that third one. Yes. Um, but yeah, they had some really it. crazy fun deaths and they're super violent, super crazy. Um, and yeah, I love the clues with the pictures. So then they're kind of going through and then the two, the hardware store death. Um, yes. Oh, where yes. she falls back into the, the nail, nail gun. gun. That looked Ooh, so real. It looked so good. And just her face going, ah! like her hand is like nail gun to her face and you just see her mouth opening and like the blood coming out yeah and yeah and then the you one just thing, see it just the, nailing look, her in the back of the head oh my gosh the one thing that was missing the one thing that was missing was the fact uh was was the potential that final destination is actually also a bit of a supernatural um franchise so 
let's have death um, become uh, not her. become her, <laughs> not become her. I knew you we were going to say that. <laughs> I, great movie, wonderful I, movie. Yeah, sure. I wish you hadn't movie. seen that, so we could cover it um, on the show. But <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen that movie. Great movie. Um, yes. <laughs> but essentially, I wish that death had become her with the nail gun, just so it could creep about a bit and act like this weird sort of half dead spirit. Just with yes. nails protruding from its face. But you've seen that before. You've seen that before. I have seen that before. I'm just thinking of, you know, like something from like The Ring or The Grudge or something like that. Yes. One of those, but one of those like, girls. But you just have like enough creeping about You have. No. I know, but you I like that. that. <laughs> I do have enough. Of, I do. Ha- I can go and watch The Ring if I want to go and watch The Ring. Exactly. To to That's what makes yeah. this series unique, I think. It's that death is not a thing or a person. It's just like an entity that's just doing what it it's needs to do if you were meant to die yeah well he's he's mr bloodworth he's death <laughs> and he knows it is and we all know it is and he's like the voice of the devil like on the ride like yes. you don't see him in this movie but he's the voice on the on the roller coaster and he's the voice on the train at the end when it says end of the line yeah of the line that's tony todd too the end before we wrap up <laughs> The ending of the movie where was a little bit strange, actually. Yeah, were you That's expecting what? that? I was not expecting that. Because um, it is kind of a literally everybody dies situation, which we haven't had yet. Um, but yes. it's not as though, it's it's not like, it's weird because it's a, it, again, it's a premonition. Yes. Um, where you see everybody die and everybody die. Um, and then it flashes back, as it always does in the premonitions, and then it ends. I'd then, rather you see have them... just had it ending just flat with everybody dying. Yeah, but I mean, you see how they died, but then it's like she has the premonition and they're all trying to get out. But then you realize it's going to happen anyway, because it's at the by the time she yeah. realized it's too late. So what she saw happened. That's what I you're supposed guess. to get out of that. Yeah, um, I guess. And more special features. These DVDs, the second one and third one, actually do some fun things with the special features. Like, it actually has, like, a a trivia track so you can watch and, like, look at the trivia, which is something I kind of love to do. And it also has, like, a choose your own fate, choose your fate. So, like, at a certain point in the movie, it stops and you can pick a different option. So, I'm sure they took, like, had fun with, like, deleted scenes and things. Oh, yeah. So that things happen a different way. Oh yeah. So it doesn't great. really change the story too much, but it it changes it so like, you know, instead of dying this way, they kind of die that way. Or, you know, so it's really fun. <laughs> but they that. also had another thing where like I think they're at the subway station and like you can zoom in on a newspaper that's like laying on a bench and look at the yeah. article. And the article is about these two people who died in a hardware store. This woman goes into a hardware oh. store and it turns out it's the girl from the first the second movie. Okay. And she goes in a hardware store and she runs into Sheriff Burke, the the cop from yeah. the second movie. And they run into each other in a hardware store. And the hardware store happens to be, I think, the hardware store owned by the that farmer family where their son got Okay. <laughs> yes. And it's connected. Secretly. Yeah. So they they run into each other and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And then like her caught her coat gets caught in like a wood chipper and she gets sucked into the wood chipper. And as the cop tries to pull her out of the wood chipper, he gets sucked in the wood chipper too. So then you find out that 
death and her dying doesn't mean shit. Like death is going to get you if you were meant to die and they ended up dying. So everyone from the second movie. Yeah. So everyone from the first movie is dead. Everyone from the second movie is dead. And now you see how this one ends. Everyone from the third movie also. (laughs) Kind of actually a really miserable, grim thing when you actually think about it. Um, No matter, no matter if you think you have cheated death. Nah, you have not. You're still dying. It circles back around. So that was a fun thing, like on the DVD, that you kind of discover that, yeah, pretty much ever from the second movie, you thought they survived and all yeah. of that. Nope, they died. These people look like they might have made it. No. Nope. Nope. So that's kind of how it ends. Like, she does have her premonition, but you realize there's no stopping it. So what you yeah. saw in the premonition is going to happen because... And then you kind of hear the train crashing and all of that yes, stuff. Yes, you do. So you know it happened. And then you get a lovely cover... <laughs> Oh. oh, I was just, I was, pre- I was just going to, to to talk a little bit more about the the grimness of realizing that death comes for us all, and the fact that Final Destination Three was fun enough that I didn't have to think about that. And then you bring up the closing credits song. Okay. Well, I think you know they did a fun thing with the girls in the tanning bed, how they were playing roller coaster of love, which is like mm. they died on a roller coaster. So that was a fun little like clue, like how they were playing John Denver a bunch in the first one, how you yeah. heard Highway to Hell in the second one. So this yeah. one you hear roller coaster of love, and there's that scream at the beginning, which in the movie Urban Legend they, someone says that that scream is taken from a nine one one call. I don't know how true that is, but anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so they play Roller Coaster of Love as a fun little nod to the roller coaster incident. So then at the end of this movie, they're on a subway train. So as the movie ends and you see them all, you know, about to die, a absolutely horrendous cover of Love Train plays on the end credits. Morgan was like, what is this terrible piece of music? What is this song? So bad. Oh my. I have truly never heard a worse cover song in all my life. Yes. Love Train. Bad. Love Train is such a is such a joyful song. It's such a lovely song to play on a nice if you're in a if you're in a soulful happy mood. Um yeah, why? Why? Why put a mid two thousands alt rock style? Well, hey, you said they wanted you to know that it was two thousand six. So they did what want better to know way it was 2006. than with that, <laughs> that terrible? Cover. Oh, it was awful. I cannot. I, I no. It was just. I turned it. I just. I just turned it off. Oh Sometimes my gosh! Walt. Who who wrote that song? <laughs> who oh my gosh. who performed it? You've found out, haven't you? I did. It's going to be somebody actually good, isn't it? No. Well, okay. He was good in what he did other places, but on his own, not so much. Well, it's not like uh, it's not like uh, Marilyn Manson's uh, no whatever it was from Sweet Dreams from the first one. No, it's Motley Crue member. Ex-husband of Pamela oh, no. Anderson, Tommy Lee. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, God. How does it sound anything like Tommy Lee? Yeah. Written what by Kenny Gamble. Happening? Yeah. Performed by Tommy Lee. 
Jesus. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, what a tragic way to end this episode this has been. Uh, Not even the gruesome deaths, just the terrible Tommy Lee cover of Love Train. That just go was and worse listen to the actual than any version. deaths. Just, tr- just actually go and listen to the OJ's version of Love Train. Okay, well, let's just the end by talking about um, that funny can line we, in can... the movie. Where Can we end by playing Love Train by the OJs, please? Uh, no, we cannot do that. Okay. We'll, we will <laughs> we can get talk flagged about, for that. <laughs> we can talk about uh, when they're at the Bicentennial Festival. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a Ben Franklin impersonator. And, like, you know, there's, like, fireworks and all kinds of cannonballs and things going off. And the guy's, like, you know, she tells him what his picture is. It's a picture where it's, like, overexposed and it looks like a firework went off in his face. And he's, like, working as security at this bicentennial festival where there's, like, fireworks and crap going on. And there's this this Ben Franklin impersonator. And he's, like, doing this little display for these people. And he's, like, oh, let us hope for some lightning. (laughs) This guy's, like, I'm probably going to die. And you're over here wishing for lightning and so he just says fuck you ben franklin <laughs> to himself ah. and it's just perfect <laughs> to, to himself it's better than it's yeah. to himself it's way and better it's like, and it's just funny that this ben franklin is all chipper and happy and just with his little kite let us out for some lightning <laughs> and the guy is ah. just like fuck you ben franklin <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it is very funny. Oh, that always that always makes it me is laugh. Very funny. <laughs> Rightly so. I love that. So oh, yes. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun today. Yes. <laughs> I happen to like both of these movies, which is good. Uh, the third one I really did like. I I don't I can't see myself liking four and five as much as I did. Yeah, I've only these seen first both of those three. once. Five is interesting. Okay. Four is terrible and just, it feels like a spoof. It feels like a shell spoof. of these movies. Like they've oh, basically just taken the concept and just kind of gone overboard with it. It's like, you know. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, like it one goes of the later Saw movies. Kind of. It's just silly okay. and they're just because it can be, just because the franchise was popular. So no, yeah. I've only seen it the one time. So all I remember really is that guy getting his butthole sucked into the pool train. Stop so look forward to up. that. <laughs> Please stop bringing it up. I can't figure out what's worse, that or the goddamn Tommy Lee cover of Love Train. <laughs> well, we what will is, have to find out next worse? week. We will find out next week, Morgan. <laughs> well, to be fair... I don't think anything's worse than the Tommy Lee cover of Love Train, so <laughs> I'd have to say okay. it's probably more okay. watchable and listenable than than the Tommy Lee cover of Love Train. Okay. Well, um, we but will we will see. see. Sure We're watching four, four and, and five. five. That is next week. Uh, this has been Final Destination 2 and 3. Morgan hasn't seen Spooky Season in full flow. Janine, what else happens on this podcast feed? Um, We have bonus episodes, so we will have a bonus episode on Idle Hands. And then after that, we get into The Terminator. Morgan has not seen The Terminator. That's true. 
So we're not going now, through all the awful, awful, terrible sequels. We are going through Terminator, Terminator yes. 2 Judgment Day, yes. Terminator Dark Fate, and then yes. we will have a bonus Arnold film, guys. Yes. Morgan has missed quite a few Arnold films. Um, the team action guys, I did ask them what they thought, and they suggested True Lies. But I will okay. be putting up a poll today to look for that to pick uh, Morgan's bonus Arnold film that we'll watch when we do the Terminator series. So, so that will that 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 poll will be up by the time this episode's out. So, yay. Yes. So look for um, that and help us pick uh an Arnold movie for Morgan to watch that he hasn't seen. I've seen a, so, I've seen a few of them. I've seen a fair yeah. few of them, but there is there's some there are some big ones that I haven't. Uh, you will see them on the poll. So go yes. on over and vote on the poll on Janine's Twitter. And yes. uh, the show will retweet it and all that business. But Morgan Hasn't Seen is, of, is not the only show we have going on here. We have the main show. It's a wonderful podcast every Friday. Uh, alternating weeks is Janine and Nolan Dean. Uh, I'm always there. I'm always there keeping up the love of classic movies. Uh, the love I, train. I never, the I'm roller coaster the love of love. Train. Not the roller coaster. <laughs> the love. love roller coaster. I don't believe in roller coasters of love as opposed to tunnels of love. Tunnels of love are great. Roller coasters doesn't make sense why, why well, roller um, coasters of love. The tunnel of love. <laughs> the tunnel of love, love is fine. No, I haven't seen whatever you're about to bring up, probably. <laughs> The you tunnel of fear love is not... with Mark Wahlberg and Reese no, Witherspoon. No, what do they oh, try and do on a roller coaster? I, I don't think I should say. That should be done in a tunnel of love, for instance. That's why a tunnels of love exists. Um, I, I also believe that movie came out in 1999. Of course it did. <laughs> of course it did. Yeah. 98, 95, course, maybe, maybe. Of course, of course it did. Mid to late 90s, it came it. out. <laughs> Mid to late so, 90s. If you've seen it, it's definitely come out in that 10-year period. Um, we also have It's a Wonderful Podcast, the main show, every Friday, me, uh, Janine and or Nolan, uh, talking old movies. I used the word classic before. I never like to use the word classic, really, because really, what is classic, Janine? Nobody knows. It's undefinable. Yeah. So I just like to say those special older movies that we love so much. We always have that. We do, of course. Right? Always have seventies. Come on, pre seventies. We not know the rules of our own show. We did Willy Wonka. That came out like seventies. Seventy one. Seventy one. It did for special for special reasons. We're allowed to go into the seventies. For example, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, a very special movie. A very special um, episode. <laughs> very special episode. Your first appearance on this feed. It was. <laughs> along with uh, along with Brandon Hannah, who we also yeah. love here. Um, he's great in himself. But uh, what, what, what am I talking about? It's a wonderful podcast. The main show every Friday. Morgan hasn't seen every Wednesday. Every Monday we have Machine Mondays uh, with Janine. Tell people about Machine Mondays. 
Yes. So Machine Mondays, I talk maybe 15, 20 ish minutes about Schmodown related topics. You can check out this week's episode where I was joined by Miss Movies herself, Brianne Chandler. Yeah. We're talking about uh, the Orlando matches and some things I discussed last week about what is considered light categories. Yes. Um, so, yeah, head on over there to listen to that episode. Uh, it was a very fun, silly uh, discussion with uh, Schmodown legend. So, yeah, check out Machine Mondays every Monday on this very feed. We're always silly on this feed on every show. All of our we three are. shows, <laughs> we are always silly, and that yes. is what we 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 like to do. We are as silly as somebody cursing Ben Franklin and the poor of the. Of the um, the poor the poor restraints on the <laughs> roller coaster, but yes. there we go. We have to also thank Carla for calling in and leaving us that message that we played today. As uh, as always, thank you, Carla. Thank and you, Carla. You can find this show on, the, of course, the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. And a whole bunch of other things. Um, find the show on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One, where you can uh, follow us there to keep up with the updates of all three shows that we have going on here and anything else that is uh, going on. Follow me on Twitter at the Purple Dawn with a three instead of the E in the because Janine. Three is the magic number. Follow Janine on Twitter at. Janine DeBean on Twitter and Instagram. Go to my Twitter at Janine DeBean to look for that Arnold poll. Yes. And any uh, any T-shirts or any yes. such things like that, um, go on over to Janine's tea shop at T-Public. Yes. Design. That's right. Or uh, the Patreon. Your Patreon. Yes, at. I have a Patreon at Janine LC at p- Patreon.com. And you can see me in the teams tournament with my awesome partner, yes. Ethan, big time Irwin, uh, on the Movie Trivia Showdown. Uh, yeah, check it out, Movie Trivia Showdown YouTube channel. There you go. That is gonna that is uh, gonna do it. This has been a slightly silly outro to a slightly silly episode, <laughs> but we wouldn't have any uh, we wouldn't have it any other way. So let's leave you with um, our usual, but also let's leave you with. The, the statement of go and listen to the OJ's love train and <laughs> be, you know, go and watch Final Destination 3 because it's kind of the best. Even though it's not the best movie, it's kind of the best movie. It's kind of the most fun, yes, for it's sure. It's kind of the <laughs> most fun and we love doing that. But, Janine, let's do it. Until next time, we'll be talking about uh, Final Destination 4 and 5. This was 2 and 3. Three, two, one, bye. Bye. Fuck you, Ben Franklin.